There's a quote that says, the mystery of human existence lies not in just staying alive, but in finding something to live for. For the last few weeks, our country has been in a state of uncertainty as we all try to process and navigate through the COVID-19 pandemic. Truly, this pandemic has made many of us here in America think more about our mortality and quality of life in the last few weeks than we probably ever have before. During times of crises, it's not unusual for people's first thought to be that of worry and panic, often clinging to the anxiety-filled question of, what if all this doesn't turn out in the end quite like we hope it will? Don't get me wrong, I am a man of strong faith, but it would be dishonest of me to tell you that that thought did not enter into my head for a moment when I realized what was going on. But then I quickly remembered that fear is only an invitation to fully activate the faith that I profess to have. But what this pandemic has caused me to do, if anything, is ask myself some very important questions, some very personal questions that pertain to my life and my time here on earth. Questions like, have I discovered my purpose in the world? If so, how could I be sure? What will the legacy that I leave behind look like? What did I do with my time? What type of impact did I make? Who did my life actually help? While it is not my intention to make this episode sound morbid, it's just the reality of life. Every story has a beginning and an end. But what matters most in a story is what happens in the middle. I truly believe that inside every one of us is the strong desire to live a great story. The desire to reach our greatest potential, the desire to achieve, the desire to make a difference, the desire to leave an indelible mark on the world and on those we come in contact with. The only problem for many of us is we don't know where to start. So we never do. Again, not because we don't have the desire, but because the desire often gets stopped by our own limited belief system, which is usually fueled by the fear of criticism that others may bring to us. Criticism that suggests, who are you to do something or try something extraordinary? So we sheepishly make the decision not to make a decision at all. As it relates to walking in the fullness of what God has created us to be and do which ultimately forces us to discount and minimize our own uniqueness, talents, special giftings, and even, you guessed it, our own stories, which only deprives us of living a life fulfilled, but it also robs and deprives the world and those close to us from ever experiencing, well, us and all we have to offer. There's an African proverb that says, if you think you are too small to make a difference, spend the night in a closed room with a mosquito. <laughs> you see, you matter more to the grand scheme of things than you think you do. Truth is, you have a specific role that was carved out for you even before the beginning of time. Before you knew who you were, your life was already predestined. Because I am a believer, I consider this truth to automatically be connected to what God spoke to Jeremiah the prophet in Jeremiah 1 and 5, where God speaks to this young, timid boy who was unsure about himself and his ability to complete his mission in life. God eases his doubt and uncertainty by informing him by stating one of the coldest lines in the Bible, in my opinion. God tells Jeremiah, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. So the question now becomes, how is it possible for a young Jeremiah to be appointed a prophet to the nations before he was even a seed inside of his mother. 
The only explanation of this is that God had already predestined and placed Jeremiah in a specific place in history, equipped with a set of life experiences, equipped with a set of strengths and weaknesses, and with a job and a mission that he would have to complete, just like you and I. Jeremiah's fear and uncertainty about being able to complete his life purpose and mission was only because he had yet to discover or decode how what he naturally had on the inside of him was enough to complete the task before him. In fact, with further reading, you will discover that Jeremiah went on to make excuses to God on why he wasn't adequate or why he wasn't the right guy for the job. Sound familiar? But the benefit that Jeremiah had was that he did not have to find or figure out his mission. God simply showed him one and then placed it before him. Can I ask you a question? What mission, creation, or thing has God spoke to you or shown you or placed in front of you to get done? Now, maybe you're listening to this right now and thinking, well, none of this applies to me because I already know my purpose in life. I already know my mission. But for the sake of this podcast, I'm going to assume that you have no clue. Or maybe you thought you knew, but after further evaluation, you have come to realize that maybe, just maybe, you're a little off target based on what you initially perceived it to be. So if I'm talking to you and this resonates with you in any way, I want to give you a few practical tips that will hopefully help you to begin to decode your purpose and life mission. But before I do that, I want to give you a very important disclaimer, and that is that the absolute most important key in finding your purpose and the most important detail in all this is that we must first pray and ask God to reveal to you and us with clarity his will for your life. Matthew 6 and 33 says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things shall be added unto you. What is all things? All things is everything that you desire that aligns with his will for your life. Rather, it's purpose, direction, clarity, miracles, blessings, or simply just a peace of mind. Got it? Cool. Now, after we pray, we must listen for him to speak. And God speaks in various ways. Sometimes it's through the words that we read or through the people and strangers that we meet along our journey. And sometimes it's simply just him speaking through the things that surround us each and every day. So for the first step include that I have found to be helpful when decoding life purpose and mission is to first identify the one thing that irritates or bothers your spirit the most as it relates to society, culture or the world. What is that thing that every time you experience it, see it, hear it or read about it? It just has a way of getting under your skin, moving you to say to yourself, Wow, someone should do something about this. Or, wow, someone should really create or come up with an idea to fix or alleviate this problem. You see, every great person, every great idea, and every great mission that we know of only exists because there was an individual who identified a problem and got irritated enough to do something about it. So they made it their purpose in life mission to do something. Dr. Martin Luther King came onto the scene because he was fed up with witnessing the injustices and unfair treatment of African-Americans in the 50s and 60s. Apple, the company who built the very thing you're listening to me on right now, unless 
you're one of those Android or PC users. <laughs> I won't hold it against you. But the only reason Apple products exist is because Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak wanted their very own personal computer that they could afford. But at the time, there was nothing like that on the market. I could go on for days naming individuals and naming different missions that were started by people who had the audacity to look at the world around them and decode the problems that they saw, which in return helped them unlock their purpose. You see, to make a difference, you don't have to be brilliant. You don't have to be filthy rich, beautiful or perfect or have a thousand different de degrees. You, you, just have to, you just have to care. The second step in fulfilling your purpose is to research the problem. Become as knowledgeable as you can about the issue. For some of us, we don't have to do much research at all. Why? Because we live through it. What do I mean? Well, you may be the product of an environment or circumstance that has caused you to have adverse experiences. So much so that you told yourself subconsciously that if you ever made it out or had the opportunity to make it through, you will be sure to never return or experience it again. Not realizing that that experience just might be what God intended and allowed you to go through because he knew you were strong enough to survive and then have the ability to eventually help and free someone else of that same problem. So the questions now become, how will you fix the problem? Who or what will it take to help fix it? And lastly, what is the expected outcome once the problem is fixed? Before I wrap up, I want to do an exercise with you. It's a small but effective exercise that I've found in the past to be very helpful in my small groups when trying to discover and decode who we are. I want you to take out a note card, a sheet of paper, or if you're tech savvy, just go over into your apps and open up your notes. And at the top, I want you, I want you to write this in real big, bold letters. I am determined to. And then, right up underneath those words, I want you to write what you want to do, achieve, help fix, or become. Then right below that, I want you to write the reasons why it is important to you. Then, below that, list specific behaviors or actions you can do to get there. Then underneath that, list one to three values and reasons why these values are important to you. Lastly, list the ways and things you can do and incorporate into your everyday life starting today that will ensure that you live by these values. Once you have completed that list, what you will find is that you just created the framework to decode your life purpose and mission. It's your life mission statement, if you will. So before I leave, I'd just like to share with you my results from completing this exercise. Because one thing you can be sure of is that I would never ask you to do something that I wasn't willing to do or have done myself. So if you give me a moment, I wanna share with you my life mission. My life mission is to leave a noble legacy so that those who come behind me will have a worthy blueprint to follow. I will do this by keeping God first, going beyond my comfort zones, and exposing myself and others to elevated truth and thinking that ignites vision,
passion and purpose. I value family, faith, and truth. Because without these three things, life is meaningless to me. Accordingly, I will continue to love my family, build my faith, and consistently be a seeker of truth and lifelong learner. It's amazing how accurate this exercise is because this is exactly what I do each and every day. This is why I created this podcast, because I enjoy seeing people reach their greatest potential to to walk in their purpose and walk into their passion and make it work for them. Listen, I pray that this episode has helped and blessed you in some way. And during this time, I'm praying for your faith to remain strong. I'm praying for the safety of you and your family. And so until we reconnect, know that I love you. Now go and continue to decode your greatness.